Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with your coach, me, Michelle. Now, for the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about self-esteem. And before I jump into the topic, I want to say welcome to our very first podcast for 2024. I am so excited to be getting back into a normal routine of making sure I get my podcast out every week for you guys. And so, like I said, last year, I just had a lot going on and I did not make my podcast as much of a priority as I should have. And for that, I say, I am so sorry, please forgive me. But this year, that will change okay you have my word now let's jump into today's topic so self-esteem influences everything from your thoughts to your appearance to the way you conduct yourself so when you are self-assured you have a better chance of leading a productive and fulfilling life that's just the reality of things but before i go any further to to unpack what I just said, when you have low self-esteem, it shows. And I promise you, people can look at you and tell. They don't even have to really know you, but they can tell by the factors that I just gave you. It reflects in how you talk about yourself, how you think about yourself, the way you dress and sometimes even the way that the people that you hang around. So when the opposite is true and you're battling your inner demons, it can drain all of your energy. And I should actually say it will drain all of your energy, which then causes you to to display a defeated vibe about you. I don't know about you all, but I've been around people before and they have this defeated vibe about them and I'll be very honest with you it gets on my last good nerve for many reasons but I would say specifically it's because I just want to hug them and just let them know that hey if nobody else cares about you I care and you are better than this you have so much to contribute to the world But the thing is, is I can tell you that, I can show you that, but if you don't believe it, then it means absolutely nothing. So people who lack self-esteem, they will oftentimes display these eight behaviors that I'm going to be sharing with you, and they don't even realize it. And that is the sad part. That is the the ultimate sad part as they well, and this is not a complete list by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm just giving you these eight for you to think about. But they will display these eight behaviors and, and they're the only ones that don't even realize it because everybody else around them see it and they notice it, that it is what it is. So number one, they talk down to themselves. We all have an inner voice. Okay, let's be clear about that. We do. that, And that voice pops up at the most inconvenient times. And it will give us negative information every single time. And the more attention that you give it, the louder it gets. See, it starts out as a little faint voice. 
But the more attention you give it, the louder that voice gets until that is the only voice that you hear. And this voice tells you that you're not funny enough. You're not talented enough. You don't work hard enough. You aren't attractive enough, etc., etc., etc. The voice isn't rational. It doesn't offer proof of any of that. It feeds on your insecurities and it encourages your worst instincts. So if I had to unpack that, nobody's told you that you're not funny. Nobody's told you that you're not talented, that you don't work hard enough. They, they haven't told you that you aren't attractive enough. That voice is telling you that. And it's playing on your insecurities. And like I said, that voice has gotten so loud that it's drowned out everything and everyone around you. And that is all you hear and know. And that is so sad. Number two, they seek external validation. So people who lack self-confidence usually rely on other people for validation. And that's why when someone says something negative about them, they will run and post a picture on social media to see how many people will like it or how many people will tell them that they're pretty or handsome or how pretty and handsome they are. So instead of doing this, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself the opposite. You don't realize you are doing this because it has become a habit for you. And nine times out of 10, people that do this, they've been doing this for a long time. But like I said, it's become a habit. And so if somebody doesn't compliment how good they look, they immediately have to go and start to get validation from everybody else. Mm. Positive feedback from other people can be affirming, and it can be, but it will never be as powerful as you realizing your own worth. Once you do that, you become unstoppable. And and I need you all to really think about that and 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 place it in a place where you will always think about it. You become unstoppable when you realize your own worth because here's the reality if you sit back and you wait for everybody else to tell you how valuable you are honey you will never ever ever feel valuable so you need to decide that today starting today you are going to tell yourself or remind yourself of your worth and your value number three they have a hard time accepting compliments. So instead of just offering a smile and or a nod and saying thank you, they will deflect. And here's some examples. And and like I said, these are not hard uh written in stone or anything, just some that that came to mind. So you might say, You did an awesome job on that project. They're gonna say, It was a team effort. I had lots of help. Instead of just seeing it for what it was they worked hard on the project just say thank you you don't have to say anything else you might say you look fantastic today well they're gonna say oh this old thing I just threw it on plus my hair my nails they're a mess well they didn't say anything about your hair or your nails 
So the fact that you could not just take the compliment and run with it, mm, that's a problem. So keep an eye out for these things. You might say, you are so talented. And they're going to say, I've just been lucky. Or anybody can do my job. So they, they make it seem like it's no big deal. Anybody can do it. And and granted, that very well may be the case. But again, just nod and or smile and say thank you. That's all you got to do. So you may say, you accomplished so much this year. And they're going to say, I could have done more. Again, instead of just accepting it, the compliment for what it was, just say thank you, you know, and and move on. So people who lack self-confidence redirect credit, they minimize achievements, and they attribute success to external factors. Deep down, they don't believe they deserve the praise and or the recognition. And that's sad. Because I deserve the praise and the recognition that I receive for my hard work. I'm not playing it down. If I work my butt off for something and you say, Michelle, you did a great job. I'm just going to say thank you so much. I worked hard and I achieved the, the goal that I was looking for. Or again, just say thank you. Accept the compliment and move on. Number four, they stay in their comfort zone. And this is because it's comfortable. It's safe. It's warm, it's familiar, and you can do it in your sleep. So a lot of times people, they want to do different things, but again, they stay in that comfort zone because, oh, and I should have said it's familiar. Oh, I did say that. I'm sorry. It's familiar to them. And a lot of times it's hard to get people to step out of something that they're familiar with. Because in the back of their mind, that that little voice that we talked about when I started the podcast, that little voice will pop up and say, hmm, Michelle, no, I know you want to do ABCXYZ, but what if it doesn't work? What if the people don't come out to support it? What if you put out that video and nobody watches it? What if you put put up that post and nobody comments or nobody gives it a thumbs up or gives it a heart? And all these what-ifs start to unfold. And chances are none of those things are going to happen. But you know, I know, we know that as long as you stay in your comfort zone, it's all good. It's a perfect place inside the comfort zone. So I want to challenge you. I didn't have this in my notes, but I want to challenge you that in this new year, that you decide you're going to step outside of your comfort zone, that you're going to step outside and do something different. You're going to do some different things. You're going to go different places and you're going to stop allowing what other people may think drive you to do what you do. Okay. If you make me that promise, I'll be forever grateful to you. Number five, they put themselves second. So people who lack self-esteem oftentimes will display these behaviors without realizing it. They will put themselves second and they live to please other people. So after all, if everyone else is happy and accommodated, they're less likely to notice your so-called shortcomings or call you out on, on those shortcomings. So that's why they want to, again, make sure you're pleased because then it takes the spotlight off of you and puts it on them. 
and nobody will see your shortcomings. Nobody's going to pay attention to them at all because they're focused on the main event. And in that moment, you're not the main event. The need to prioritize other people's needs over personal well-being, this comes from a fear of rejection or a desire to avoid confronting your flaws. So the problem is that by doing this, you're suppressing your own desires. And you shouldn't have to suppress your own desires for anything or anybody. So while the intent is to maintain a positive image in the eyes of others, a long-term the long-term consequences include emotional burnout, and a perpetuated cycle of low self-esteem. And this is why a lot of times low self-esteem can be a generational curse. You can't build confidence if you don't prioritize yourself. I'm going to say it one more time because somebody missed what I just said. You can't build confidence if you don't prioritize yourself. Your needs, your wants... And aspirations are as valid as everyone else's. And let me just say that. I know that I am a content creator. And I love saying that. But I'm a content creator. I put out four YouTube videos a week. I do four podcasts a month. On a good month. But my my needs and my wants and my desires are no... Are, 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 are not better or, or more important than yours are. We all have needs. We all have wants. We all have desires. So always know that you don't have to put yourself on the back burner for somebody else to shine because you think their stuff is more important than yours. It is not. It is not. Not now, not ever. Your needs and wants are just as important as anybody else's. And don't you ever forget that. Number six, they apologize too much. Mm. If you struggle with self-esteem, you probably over-apologize. And doing this has become second nature. So So it no longer seems weird or strange to you. So when someone bumps into you on the street, You instinctively say, oops, I'm sorry. Now, sometimes, let me say this before I move on. Sometimes we say this, or I know I will, if I'm not sure if it was me not paying attention or if it was you. But as a whole, if I see you bumping into me, oh, I'm not apologizing for what reason? I didn't do anything wrong, and I want you to stop doing it too. So when your other half is in a bad mood, You can't help but feel like you did something wrong to cause it. So you apologize for things you didn't even do. The tendency to apologize excessively is closely tied to a deep-seated fear of displeasing others. Let me tell you something. If Frankie is in a bad mood, I'm going to let him be in his bad mood. But one thing's for certain, two things for sure. I'm not going to sit and apologize Assuming that I caused his bad mood, especially when I know for a fact I did not. I've done absolutely nothing to you. The last time I spoke to him, he was fine. And so I don't know why he's in his mood, but I let him have his mood. And guess what? When he's ready, he'll tell me why. I don't have to press him out for it. 
He will tell me why, but I'm not going to sit and assume that anybody, for that matter, that because they're in a bad mood, that it has something to do with me. So here's some things that you should stop apologizing for as you move forward in life. Taking up space in this world, don't you dare apologize for that. Having your opinion or opinions, you are entitled to them. Having feelings, again, you are entitled to them. Having wants, having needs, you are entitled to them. Setting boundaries. This is one that I find that people tend to apologize for a lot. And I need you to stop it and I need you to stop it now. Don't you ever, and I mean ever, never apologize for setting boundaries. Everybody has a right to have boundaries and you don't need to apologize for setting those boundaries. You don't. And, and, and I don't ever want to hear you doing that again. Set your boundaries, say what you mean and mean what you say. Things that aren't your fault and someone else's behavior. Stop apologizing for things that aren't your fault and other people's behaviors because you cannot control other people's behaviors. And so you need to stop. Now, I get it. When our kids act a a pure fool, we tend to say, I am so sorry for my child's behavior. I get that. But I'm talking about someone else's behavior, meaning that that man or that woman cheated on you. Why are you apologizing? They cheated on you. What are you apologizing for? You shouldn't be apologizing. Forgive my language, but you shouldn't be apologizing for a damn thing. They cheated on you. Stop apologizing. So your mere uh, presence isn't an inconvenience for anyone else, regardless of what they're in, what that inner voice is telling you. Number seven, they procrastinate. People procrastinate for various reasons. Sometimes people hesitate to start something because they fear they won't meet their own expectations or other people's expectations. Keep in mind, when you delay the things you should be doing, you are simply delaying the inevitable. You are providing a temporary escape escape from the possibility of falling short. It allows you to avoid having to deal with the feelings of inadequacy. So case in point, the overall arching theme, and that is your mindset says, if I keep putting it off, and I don't get started, I don't have to deal with the consequences that may come about because of what it is that I'm trying to do. And again, it goes back to living in that comfort zone. So you keep putting it off and you put it off and you put it off because the longer you put it off, the longer you get to go without having to deal with reality. Well, guess what? This is 2024. It's time to live in reality. Step out on faith do that thing, get it done. Because I've said this before, you are not everybody's cup of tea. I am not everybody's cup of tea and it's all right. It is absolutely all right. Just like everybody's not my cup of tea. Some people are going to love you and some people are going to dislike you. Some are even going to hate you and they don't even know you, but they've decided, "Mm, I don't like this person. Why? They haven't done anything to you, but guess what? You can't control that. So stop procrastinating starting today. Stop procrastinating. If you have been wanting to start a YouTube channel, start it. 
Stop worrying about who's going to come and watch your videos because I promise you, you will build a following. I have many followers that I don't even know, have never met, probably never will get a chance to meet. And I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. It's all right. I promise you. Because I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I'm all right with that. And I'm not trying to be. I have my audience. You have your audience. That's Those are the people that you focus on. Not the ones that's not going to like you. Okay. Number eight. People self-isolate. So you might not realize that you're doing this. But you stop going out as often. You stop hanging out with your friends. You wait for other people to initiate contact. And when they don't. You tell yourself, well, I'm better off being by myself anyway. You become so overwhelmed by your fear of judgment and bad opinions about yourself that you prefer to stay in your safe space. Basically, you use isolation as a coping mechanism for managing negative emotions. So before you know it, the only person you have to talk to is that negative voice in your head. And we already know that that negative voice means you no good. That negative voice is going to tell you everything possible to keep you thinking negative, negatively about yourself, to keep you from moving forward. So I would suggest, I would strongly suggest that you not self-isolate. Because when you self-isolate, again, all you have is that negative voice in your head. Because you've pushed everybody else away. So stop doing that, you guys. We all need people. And that voice in your head, mm -mm, that's not the one. So, you guys, hopefully something I said resonates with you. And it helps you deal with and cope with the uh, dealing with self-esteem. Because like I said, self-esteem is very, very, very important. It is very important. And there are too many people today who are not living their truth because they have allowed that negative self-esteem to just overshadow their lives in general. And so they are never going to go any further than where they are. They are stuck. They are stuck right where they are because they're not going to do the things that's that, that that's necessary to be able to get to the next level because they're worried about disappointing other people. They're worried about who's going to like them, who's going to love them, all that other good stuff. That stuff is well beyond your control. And if you've been around me long enough, then you know that I always tell you guys what other people think about you is none of your business. Because you can do everything right in the world and people will still find something negative about you. You you can do everything right in the world and people will still only remember that one thing that you did wrong. It's sad, but that's just the world in which we live. So having said that, again, hopefully something I said resonates with you and helps you to start building up your self-esteem. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. It's a, it's a process. So take it one day at a time. And if you slowly start to change the things that I've shared with you today, I promise you this time next year, you're going to be in a much better place. Heck, I'm going to say maybe six months down the road or even by the end of this year, you are going 
excuse me, you guys, <laughs> to be in a much better place. I just need you to believe in yourself, step out on faith, and make it happen. If you're new to my podcast, I want to say welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. As I've stated before, my goal is to get back on track with putting out a new podcast every Saturday. So make sure you check back. If this is not your first rodeo, I want to say welcome back. Thank you all so much. Y'all know I miss you and I don't get a chance to see you. And this is a podcast, so I can't see you anyway. But you get what I'm. You, you get the gist of it, right? Go out there. Enjoy the rest of your evening. No matter where you go or what you do. Just do so responsibly, be safe, and have fun. And as you do that, go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Be blessed and we'll talk again soon.